Welcome to the Wisecast by Sundaram Mutual. Hello friends. Welcome to this month's debt market update of Sundaram Mutual Fund. The bond yield continued their upward journey during the month as the theme for the bond market remains to be the surge in inflation. During the month, the, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine further aggravated the commodity prices and disruption in the supply chains. This led to a sharp rise in the inflation. In US, inflation reached multi-decadal high of 7.9%. In India also, second month in a row, inflation printed above the RBI's upper band of the tolerance range of 6%. This led to a rise in the bond yields. For example, US 10-year bond rose more than 50 basis points and closed the month at 2.34% compared to 1.82% of last month. In the domestic market also, yields rose by anywhere between 7 basis point to 20 basis point. The lowest hit was on the government 10-year bond as during the month there was no fresh supply from the government. And the bond yield uh, closed 7 basis point higher than the last month at 6.84% compared to 6.77%. However, the pure interest rate lay product which is not disturbed by the demand and supply factors is the overnight interest rate swap. Here we saw the rise uh, in the yields by anywhere between 16 basis point to 21 basis point from 1 year to 5 year which is the most liquid segment. Similarly, in the money market uh, and corporate bonds also we observed a rise of anywhere between 10 to 20 basis point across the yield curve. The persistently high inflation has led to change in the action and commentary of the most global central banks. In US, the FOMC in its latest meeting in the month of March announced the first rate hike of 25 basis point and also gave a very hawkish guidance on the start of the quantitative tightening program and said that it could start the quantitative tightening program as soon as in the very next meeting in the early May. Later, from the minutes of the meeting, it was revealed that there was a by and large agreement between the, uh, the committee members to roll off the balance sheet by a quantum of $95 billion per month. Similarly, in its uh, March meeting, the ECB also announced that it is now looking to end its quantitative easy program uh, early than what was uh, envisaged earlier and said that it, they could uh, end the quantitative easy program by this year end compared to the previous announcement of continuing it till 2023. In India also, in its first bi-monthly monetary policy meeting for the new financial year on 8th of April, RBI though kept the policy rate unchanged. However, it introduced a new uh, standing deposit facility as the new floor of liquidity adjustment facility at 3.75%. This would effectively mean that now the lower bound of the LAF will be 3.75 instead of the repo rate, reverse repo rate of 3.35%. This would mean is that now the overnight rate in the market would be closer to 3.75% compared to the earlier rate of 3.35% and hence the whole curve will get priced accordingly. We observed that uh, with this announcement which was a bit unexpected from the market point of view as the market was expecting a status quo from the Reserve Bank on this policy. RBA also tweaked its forward guidance from accommodative as long as it is required to accommodative with focus on withdrawal of accommodation. This marks a significant change and paves the way for 
changed our policy stance to neutral in the coming policy. RBI also announced, uh, also changed its uh, uh, outlook on growth and inflation. RBI significantly revised its inflation uh, projection from four and a half percent for financial year 2023 to 5.7%. This was a significant uptake and as pointed out uh, in the previous monthly updates that the earlier forecast of RBI was off by anywhere between 50 to 100 basis points compared to market participants. However, this time RBI announcing that uh, due to uh, the ongoing conflict between Ukraine and Russia, market dynamics have changed and they revised their uh, inflation outlook which now by and large in line with most of the market economists. RBI acknowledging the impact of high commodity prices also revised its growth projection downwards to 7.2% compared to 7.8%. To boost the demand for government uh, bonds, RBI also uh, extended uh, the uh, HDM uh, guideline uh, from 31st March 2022 to 2023 and also extended the HDM limit from 22% to 23% till 31st March 2023, post which RBI will gradually lower this limit to 19.5%, which is the current standard limit before pandemic. This introduction of uh, this new uh, liquidity management framework, uh, where you know the lower bound would be 3.75%, and upper bound would be a marginal standing facility of uh, at 4.25%, effectively, uh, you know, means that uh, RBI has now changed the left corridor back to pre-pandemic levels, and this is the start of you know the withdrawal of ultra accommodative uh, policy, and paves the way uh, for you know change of stance in the coming policy and further the rate hikes in, in the coming policies. We believe that with this change uh, in you know RBI stance, RBI is you know trying to move away from behind the curve to catching up with the market and. We believe that we can see, uh, you know, a rate hikes of anywhere between 50 basis point to 100 basis point in the next year or so. Uh, in terms of impact of uh, this policy stance on the market, uh, we observed that since it was, you know, a, a bit uh, market caught off, a bit off guard with this announcement, uh, we saw a sharp rise in, in the yields uh, in the government bonds. We observed a rise of 20 basis point to 30 basis point uh, across the curve. The OIS curve rose anywhere between 30 to 40 basis point. And we observed a uh, 10 to 20 basis point rise in uh, the money market and corporate bond curve. Uh, going ahead, we believe, uh, you know, uh, once, you know, this Russia-Ukraine conflict settles, uh, you know, focus will, uh, you know, uh, uh, again revert back to, uh, to inflation, growth, dynamics, along with uh, the uh, government bond supply. Looking at, uh, you know, uh, the inflation, you know, for now, it seems uh, that, you know, uh, uh, it is going to remain in an around uh, you know uh, five and a half to six percent sort of bank, which is largely you know uh, the base case for now. Uh, however, given that there are too many moving parts, we will be keeping a close eye uh, on this because uh, you know if this uh, the current conflict between Russia and Ukraine gets extended, then you know uh, oil prices may uh, take a while uh, before they come off. Also, there are other, you know, items like, you know, metals, uh, which has risen. Also, you know, uh, the wheat prices, the oil seeds can, uh, you know, uh, remain high and which will definitely have an impact on inflation. On the growth, uh, you know, this high commodity prices uh, will have a negative impact on uh, the growth as well. And, uh, you know, which is reflecting, you know, in, in the recent change in uh, the RBI's growth outlook as well, which they revised downwards. 
and if you know if you look at you know uh, barring uh, the h1 you know uh, which is actually the main reason uh, for even the 7.2 sort of a number uh, the uh, growth outlook for third and fourth quarter of the financial year is you know 4 to 4.5% which is quite uh, on the lower side uh, which would mean you know uh, that uh, you will have you know uh, lower growth uh, on uh, tax collections as well and also the lower nominal gdp number which will impact the overall fiscal deficit numbers uh, in terms of uh, you know uh, fiscal deficit uh, and external deficit which can have a big bearing uh, on the inflation and uh, the government bond supply you know on the fiscal deficit the numbers are already uh, you know uh, on the higher side and uh, you know uh, the overall nominal gdp growth will uh, further you know change this uh, in terms of uh, big factors if you look at affecting this uh, the last year the the, the uh, tax collections were pretty robust and if that continues to be uh, the case in this financial year as well then you know that would uh, work out as a positive the other factor which can you know possibly impact the fiscal deficit is the divestment targets which government can overachieve you know if they successfully complete the uh, lic and other uh, divestments uh, also government can get benefit from uh, the option uh, the 5g telecom options which can add to the kitty which is not uh, you know uh, taken for in, in the budget accounts uh, on the negative side uh, the higher commodity prices particularly the energy prices you know can have a negative impact firstly uh, from the fact that you know the government will have to pay up the higher fertilizer subsidies and uh, other uh, subsidies on uh, telecom and gas products uh, sorry on fuel and uh, gas products at the same time if they, you know they have to cut down on the excise duty which they have enjoyed last year if the oil prices continuously remain high they have to cut down on that so that will also reduce their revenue collections so for the time being it seems you know the situation is rather balanced uh, but we need to keep a close eye on that in terms of uh, external deficit it has already risen uh, you know uh, the last years uh, sorry uh, the second quarter uh, third quarters uh, current account deficit number was uh, has risen to 2.7% of the gdp compared to 1.3% in the previous quarter and if you look at this was largely driven by the higher trade deficit number and if you look at for last 4 5 months we have continuously seen the trade deficit number raising to 20 billion and or or higher uh, even in december touched the high of 20 uh, close to 23 billion in, in a month which was quite high and this can lead to you know uh, higher uh, uh, current account deficit and changing bob dynamics can put pressure on the currency and if the currency depreciates that will further add to the inflation overall if you look at uh, uh, we uh, we expect interest rates to gradually rise as the higher inflation and uh, the change in uh, the rbi stance to uh, slowly and steadily withdraw the extraordinary accommodation provided during the pandemic years uh, would lead to a gradual rise in interest rates however believe uh, that rbi will continue to support uh, the interest rates by continuously you know uh, buying the government bonds and uh, you know uh, intervening in the government bond auctions which will keep uh, the bonds well bid and uh, the rise in the bond yields uh, a gradual and controlled one in this scenario the carry becomes the you know significant part of uh, the fixed income portfolio strategy and uh, to uh, get the maximum benefit out of that investors uh, should align their uh, portfolio strategy in line uh, with their investment horizon and portfolio duration uh, which would mean that investors looking for uh, shorter tenure deployment can look for uh, actively managed uh, short end products like uh, 
ultra low duration or short duration sort of product whereas investors looking uh, for longer tenure investment to take the benefit out of indexation advantage in taxation can look uh, for short to medium uh, duration strategy sort of products uh, like um, uh, laddering strategy or roll down maturities that matches with their investment horizon with this we'll uh, we'll wrap this edition thanks stay safe stay invested wisecast is a podcast initiative by sundaram mutual we hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you stay tuned to the wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing mutual fund investments are subject to market risks read all scheme related documents carefully